It's time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Guys, it's always a privilege for me to be with you and I want to say thank you for Thais and Milani um, inviting us here on very short notice, um, but I'm always ready. That's the one thing that, I, that God has placed in my heart from a young age, to be ready, to have a now word. And a lot of times preachers will say, no, short notice. There's no such thing as short notice with God. God's timing is always perfect. Listen, God's timing is always perfect. Amen. And when God, when Thais sent me a telegram message, he's not on WhatsApp anymore, I don't know why. I'm not going to ask the questions. Okay. <laughs> he's back on WhatsApp again. Um, I think a lot of us left WhatsApp, went to Telegram, are back on WhatsApp and Telegram and Signal and everything. But that's okay. Um, there's even a thing, Paolo, and I was like, what's Paolo, where you go for your dogs to get groomed and everything like that, but people are there also, but it's always good to be around believers, amen? Amen. And if I have to say to you guys, I met Tyson Maloney in 2005, I, I moved in, in their flat that they just built and everything for the, the young youth pastor, and... Um, so they were great. Uh, I was the tenant and they were like, you could, do you need some food? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> they were like a mom and dad to me. And um, so I will always make uh, room for you guys. Um, and we, we are planning next year uh, also a prophetic conference at our church in Durban also next year where we invited them already to come to help us also with the prophetic because God has blessed them also in the prophetic and um, you know, my wife is here, Melissa, and she's my biggest support. Um, she's the one. <laughs> she's, I always tell people behind a successful pastor is a pastor's wife that takes a lot of beating. And I honor my wife because it's not easy to be a pastor's wife. Um, when, I, when I first met her, it was at the youth in our church. I was a youth pastor. Uh, and I was, I looked at this young lady and I'm like, yes, man. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, she, at that time she was dating somebody else and I said, I will leave her and she will come to a senses that there's something better for her. And luckily the revelation came to her. And um, so after the first time I dropped her off at home and her sister it was over. So um, we have been married now for 14 years. Um, I've been in full-time ministry now for 18 years. And we're going strong and we praise God. And I think even if you have to ask young people at the, at the wedding who's married for four years, you're going to struggle to get hands raised because it's, it's so easy to get out of commitment today. But I've seen this in church also that people lack in commitment to God. And I'm not here to give anybody a hiding tonight. I'm just here to preach the Word of God. Um, so, uh, a while ago in COVID, before COVID in 2019, after I returned from a trip from the USA, um, God spoke to me and said to me, we must start uh, the ministry at night of our fire. And can you imagine, just before COVID, I started the evangelistic ministry supposed to travel the world and preach the good news of Jesus Christ and then COVID came 
and um, but we didn't stop. We kept on preaching. We put up a studio at our house, preaching to my cell phone for many hours. I was on every day on Facebook, preaching on Facebook non-stop, preaching on YouTube, preaching in Pakistan, preaching on television in Pakistan, just because God has called us to do this. And don't make an excuse, because you will always find an excuse not to do the work that God has called you to do. For us as believers, there's no excuse, because our resources will never run out. If I have to tell you guys, just how God supplied supernaturally for us. From the USA, God supplied us with a sound system. Um, from, really, I just said, guys, we need a sound system because we're going to have a revival in Pumalanga in a week's time. I've got the money. Dollars. Huh? Amazing. I stay in South Africa. I've got dollars. I paid for a full sound system. God blessed us with it. We are using it. Um, we are here. And I can just tell you, when you're in the ministry that God has called you to be in, the blessing flows. Don't expect the blessing if you're not in the ministry what God has called you to do. That's why there's a blessing on this ministry. Because where there's obedience, the blessing follows. Because God is not after any sacrifice. God is after obedience. And that's so important for us as believers to remember. I'm not serving God as a slave in a sacrificial uh, relationship. No, I'm serving God out of obedience in a son and daughter relationship with the God of the universe. Hallelujah. And I'm here tonight just to realign you again. Because it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy with everything going on with the whole big seed. The COVID. If you have to think about what the COVID stolen from people. But you know what? It's time to take it back. It's time to take back what the enemy has stolen from you. It's time to take it back. Not just sevenfold, a hundredfold. Our God can do way more than whatever you can think. Don't say COVID. Oh, COVID, Jay did for me. No, COVID, you are giving back in Jesus' name. Hundredfold. I'm taking it back in the name of Jesus. And that's where we are. If you have to think, if you're full-time in ministry, we both are full-time in ministry. We have two beautiful boys they go to school and everything. We couldn't sit back and say, Lord, what's going to happen to us? No. We're working with God. Come on. You are working with God. Because Jesus said, I will be with you till the end of time. Hallelujah. I will work with you. You are not working alone. You are not laboring alone. You are laboring with the King of Kings. Hallelujah. And you know what? God is looking for laborers. God is not looking for another prophet. God is not looking for another preacher. God is not looking for another evangelist. God is looking for laborers. Because the word teaches that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. When you walked in here, they said, Do that you prophesy. We forget to labor. You know what? I labor in the kingdom of God and I reap. If you do not labor, you will never reap. You see, before you can sow, you need to labor. You need to dug up all the stones out of the ground so that you can sow in fertile ground also. You need to do something. Come on, somebody. You need to do something. 
Tonight I'm standing here in faith, knowing God is releasing a special blessing over you. Knowing that as you step out of this place, you will never be the same because you're going to be touched by the power of God already. The Spirit of God is not just upon you, but the Spirit of God is living inside of you. So for us to realize this, it's always important to go back to the beginning. Where everything started. We forget the start. Because sometimes we are in the middle. And when you're in the middle of things, it gets difficult. I attempted to run the comrades once and I will never attempt it again. <laughs> because I only made it halfway. But it was good. I've learned so many things out of that race. If you did not prepare, you'll never run it again. <laughs> If your father did it seven times, you don't have to do it once. You don't have to. It was his race. I don't have to run his race. God has prepared me for something else. In ministry, don't look to that person that I want to be like that person. Yes, let that person inspire you, but don't try to be like them. This morning, my wife shared a powerful message at church for the first time. She didn't try to be me because she will flop at it. Even though she's married to me for 14 years, she knows me the best. She even knows me better than my mother. It's supposed to be like that. If it's not like that in your marriage, something is wrong. You need to come that we can lay hands upon you. You need to leave your, your mother and cleave onto your wife. Forget from like a your mom Embrace your wife's food. And if it's not like a helper. Lately I'm doing all the cooking, so I don't know what's wrong. Just a joke. She makes wonderful food. Um, She's supposed to, but just a joke. (laughs) I still need to go and have a a good meal tonight. No, just... In the beginning, God created everything. God created the heavens and the earth. God created light. God separated light from darkness. God created all the animals. God created the grass. Just to think, just to think about everything God created. My, my eldest son, he really he enjoys to know more. He just wants to know everything. He, he goes on YouTube and Google and he learns and he can tell you something of everything. But he loves to, dis- to, to discover new things. And he came to me and he said, Dad, do you know that the star, the, the sun, is only a dwarf star? So what it actually means, the, the sun is small. To compare to the rest of the planets or the stars out there. And to think of it that God created all of that by just saying a word. And what's amazing about the beginning, the Spirit of God was there. The Spirit of God was always present. So God did everything. Creating everything nicely, all the all the all the birds. And then he said, 
Verse 26, Genesis 1, verse 26, God said, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Also over kakalaka. <laughs> There's a lot of them in the Cockroaches. Kakalak is native of the concept. Sometimes I do this on purpose to make you think. No, I'm just joking. So God, one thing there that stands out is the word dominion. To have authority. What's lacking in our world today is the church with authority. God created us to have dominion over this world. And if you read verse 20, 27, so God created man. So first God thought about man. Just think, God was thinking about you. God is still thinking about you. And when God thought about you, He said, this man and this well, man, woman, must have dominion. Why? Because I'm going to create them in my likeness and my image. So listen to verse 27. So God created man in his own image, the image of God, and he created him. Male and female, he created him. Wow. Can you see why it's important to start at the beginning? Because so many believers feels like nobodies. I'm not just a nobody. I'm a son and a daughter of the Most High God. I've been placed on this planet Earth to act out God's dominion over this Earth. Okay? God created you in His image, His likeness. Verse 28. Then God blessed them. Hallelujah, I'm blessed. You know what? We are afraid as believers to say, I'm blessed. Because what is the world going to think about me if I say I'm blessed? They're going to think I'm after money. I'm not after money. Money comes after me. Hallelujah. I'm not running after money. Money comes after me. Hallelujah. Because I'm the boss of money and money is not the boss of me. I don't love money, but I use money for the kingdom of God. Come on. You know what? I am here to act out dominion over this world. I'm not in love with this world. I'm in love with the creator of this whole universe. And he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He's the great I am. He's yesterday, today, and forever the same. Hallelujah. I am blessed. I am highly favored. I'm a son and a daughter of the most high God. I will not lack a thing. COVID can do me no harm. I do not speak it. I speak the word of God. And when I speak the word of God, I act the dominion of God. Amen. Come on. You know what? The spirit of God only acts upon the word of God. Amen. 
The Spirit of God does not act upon my words. The Spirit of God acts upon God's Word. It was God's Word that set everything in place. It's God's Word that has dominion over everything. But I need to know who I am in Christ. I need to know my identity. You see, you will never experience revival if you do not know who you are in Christ. Because revival is not man-made. Revival is God. True revival is God. True, true revival is not just to feel something. It's not an experience. It's a change of life. You see, the moment that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and we call it salvation, something happens. I, I have been revived. I've been brought back to life. Because without God, I am dead. Amen. Hello. You see, this morning I said to the guys in the worship team, let's just sing this song. Get all excited, tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Oh, get all excited. Oh, Father, I'm Guys, it's so difficult. Sometimes you feel that you are not allowed to get excited. Hey, Adam and Eve, they had the life. They were living. They had everything the best. Oh, come on. They didn't lack a thing. They, they were living the life as, as the, the creation of God. They were blessed. God blessed them. The Word of God teaches us, if God decides to bless you, who can no, stop, stop him? No one. No one. Yourself. You have the power to stop the blessing of God in your life. By making decisions in the flesh and not in the spirit. Oh, I'm led by the spirit. No, are you truly led by the spirit? You see, when I'm led by the spirit, I have joy. Unspeakable joy. I don't wait for a praise song or a band or something to make me feel good. I have joy. You can ask my wife. I get on stage and people must put me back in the room. There, just stand there, Pastor. My children, they know my dance moves when I dance in the Spirit. Because they will always say, God, Pastor, Father, Dad, this is your one move. You just come. Then we know you're on the Spirit. When you go in the next level, you up and down, up and down, up and down. You know what? I, I love it because I, I can enjoy God. And you know what? God is not sitting on the throne right now crying about you. God takes delight in you. If God is happy, why are you sad? You know what we the death sting has been removed. Some of us are living like dead people already. Hey, tell me not the ground up your way. You have the Spirit of God 
the life-giving spirit that lives inside of you. Come on. The creator spirit is living inside of you. It's a spirit that excites you. You know what? When, when John and John, uh, Mary and Elizabeth, they met. And there was a leap of joy in the womb of Elizabeth. John was excited about Jesus. When last were you excited about Jesus? Oh, I just have to come to the coffee Krug now, and I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Oh, Thais, he must have asked me a question tonight. I'm tired. You know what? You are supposed to be excited about getting here. And I actually, I, I just love this study. She said, you know what? Where I come from, the weather is like this every day and people go to church. When the weather is like this in South Africa, everybody thinks they're going to sm- melt. <laughs> but they can go to pick and pay and go come on this lady they drove all the way from Peter Maritzburg to be here not because of me but because of the anointing that's come on if you yeah, you guys come on if you also in a meeting out dog we are busy reeling it because it's really God is happy. God. His children are sick yeah. and tired. Yeah. You know what? The Bible teaches those who wait upon the Lord, their strength will be renewed. Come on. We wait upon the Lord and your strength will be renewed. God takes delight in us. Our, you know what? Our strength doesn't lie in other people. Our strength lies in the Word of God. Our strength lies when we pray. When we pray, your strength is being renewed. Come on. When you pray, you are being revived. Come on. I'm not here to come and tell you a soft story. I'm here to tell you the truth. Because by knowing the truth, the Word sets you free. Hallelujah. Because this Word goes through bone and marrow into our hearts. Hallelujah. Separating flesh. God wants to cut us free from all our flesh. Paul was in prison. He was in the prison. He was in the prison. He was in the prison. And he said, take joy. Take joy tonight. You need to be able in whatever circumstances you face to take joy. Because my joy is not bounded to this world. My joy is focused on my everlasting King. Hallelujah. My joy is bounded in heaven. I will run this race. I will finish this race because I have the joy inside of me. Because my God loves us. He cares for us. He tells us, cast all your burdens unto me. Come on, you who are heavy burdened, cast your burdens unto me. When last did you say, God, I give you my pain. Jesus died so that you can give him your pain. When last did you say, God, I'm sick and tired of all this worry and stress because the word of God teaches me, by worrying, you will not be able to add one day to your life. I give you my worries. I give you my stress. I give you my children. I give you the sickness. I give you this disability. I give it to you, God. Because more than 2,000 years ago, your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross. But on the third day, he rose again. He conquered death. I live a victorious life. Not because of who I am, but because I know who my God. 
Amen. Come on. You need to get excited. You know what? The world out there is waiting for excited Christians. They're not waiting for exciting worldly people. They're waiting for us, the sons and the daughters of the Most High God, to reveal the glory. To reveal the glory. If you're not in the glory, you will never be able to reveal the glory. I'm sorry, guys. But you know what? I stick to the Bible. I can't deviate from the Word of God. You know what? There's so many times we believe things that people say that's not in the Word of God. We believe things. Yes, God is just. God can get angry. God can get this. But God is taking delight tonight in you. God is taking delight in you tonight. Doesn't matter what's going on at home. God cares about you. And He will never leave you. That's what the Word teaches me. So I stand on the Word. In this last year, I had to stand on the Word of God. Joshua 1 verse 9 says, Do not be afraid. Do not be misled. For I am your Lord. Your God is with you. Come on. You will never be able to take in the promised land if you are held back by fear. They traveled in the desert for 40 years. And after 40 years, the same giants was there. But it took a generation, a Joshua generation, to enter into the promised land. The promised land is waiting you. If you have the excuse of, oh, but God, look at how big those giants are. You will never enter the promised land. The ability to conquer the giant is inside of you. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Because if you go in your Bible, and I want you, and I don't, you know what? I always like to tell this. People say to me, how can you just read from an iPad or a tablet? I said, you know, Moses also had two tablets. (laughs) So, just for for the happy. Yo. I, when I preach with you guys, I just feel another fire burning in my... You know, that's why God said, I, I prayed about this. I prayed, I said, Lord, what must we call this ministry? He said, Ignite Revival Fire. You see, without fire, you are nothing. Because the fire must burn inside of you. Even John said, I, I baptize you with water. But the one that comes after me, I'm not even wear, worthy to take off his sandals. But he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for the New Testament. Father, I thank you that you said, I do not take away the the, 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 the commandments or the law. I'm here to fulfill it. In what? Love. Love your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with everything that's inside of you. Love yourself and love your neighbors. Come on. You need to be able to love. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit helps us. Isn't it wonderful to know that we have the Holy Spirit? The counselor, the teacher. Oh, glory. Listen, listen, listen. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts 1 verse 8. They said, I must just watch the time for 7 o'clock, sir. It's about 10 to 6 now. But we can still go. I'm used to run marathons, sir. No, 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 no. That's That's all. So, halfway ultra is 45. So, anyone can join me and try it. It's not that easy, I promise you. So, listen to this, Acts 1 verse 8. But I promise you this, 
The Holy Spirit will come upon you and He will be, He will fill you with power. Isn't that wonderful to know that the Holy Spirit is here tonight? God is in heaven, on the throne, unshakable God. Hallelujah. Nobody can dethrone God. God is in control. You need to make that out tonight. God is in control of South Africa, of the world, of everything, of your life. God is in control. Then, Jesus is seated at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Then, we are seated in heavenly places through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory. We are in a position of what? Authority. We are in a position of authority. Where is the Holy Spirit? Here. What's the, what's the purpose, main purpose of the Holy Spirit? To empower the believer. You, you, you can't do this in your own strength. That's why people get tired. That's why people get burnt out. I was on a place where I felt I'm burning out. And, and I realized, you know what? The devil is keeping me away from God. I need to get back to my inner room. I need to sort out my, my house. I need to sort out my own life. And immediately as I did that, things started to change again. You need to get with God. Because you can't do this in your own strength. This generation that you are part of, because this generation has no age, has no face, it's God's generation. It's a hungry generation. It's a generation ready to run with the fire of God into this world. Hallelujah. He says, and you will be filled with power and you will be my messengers to Jerusalem throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remote places of this world. If you have an Amplified Bible, you will see the power translate to might, efficiency, and power. The Holy Spirit makes me effective. In my own power, I will never be effective when ministering the Word of God. But the Holy Spirit makes me effective when I preach. It, it demonstrates the power of God. When I preach, when people, when you lay your hands upon the sick and they recover, it's the manifestation power of God. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. That's the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God. So, if I want to have an impact in this last few seconds on earth, I need to tap into the wisdom of God. And I can only get it through the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit knows the thoughts of God. You see, the Holy Spirit, if you go and read your Bible, you will see there's gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit is so important because it's only the Holy Spirit that gives the gifts. It's love, patience, and all those nice things. Long-suffering, slow to anger, self-control. Self-control. All these things. It's not possible in my flesh. 
But the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me makes it possible for me to experience it. To demonstrate it. So it's very important that we will stick to the Word of God. And I'm not going to keep you much longer. I, I, just, I see it's already 30 minutes that I've been preaching. And my wife said, if you preach 30 minutes, I can remember everything. <laughs> if you go over 30 minutes, I, I, I struggle to remember everything. I want you to remember this. Stick to the original plan for man. That God, the main purpose why God created us is to have dominion. Don't allow the enemy to take dominion over your life. Because the only, the only time the enemy can have dominion over me is when I give him that authority. The righteous may fall seven times, but they get up. Amen. Come on. I'm being made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm in right standing with God. I know my Father. I know that my God is a good God. I know that my God cares about me. I know that my God will take care of me. I know my God is faithful. I know my God will never disappoint me. I know, even though I don't see where I'm going right now, even though I may know in part now, I will know the full story one day. But God is God. Hallelujah. And God loves you. And God cares for you. And you know what? John 3 verse 16 is so important scripture. But verse 17 also. And it's like, you know the scripture. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son... To die on the cross so that whoever believes in me shall not perish, but will have eternal life. And then verse 17, Jesus came to this world to save. I'm being saved by grace. You know what? It was so important for God that His children will live a life of victory and dominion. That He sent His only Son, Jesus, to die. To become the ultimate sacrifice. So that we can live a life according to what God has planned for us. You know what? Every morning when I wake up, I say, Father, I thank You for my salvation. I thank You that You have saved me. Thank You, Lord, for salvation. Thank you, Lord, that you thought about me when you sent your Son. Thank you that I've been reconciled with you. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. That when God looks at me, He doesn't see me as a sinner no more, but He sees me as a righteous man. Righteous, blameless, pure, holy. Come on. You see, when I pray, I don't pray as a sinner. I pray as a righteous man. Oh. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. Come on. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. Come on. 
Because the devil is lying to you. Because as a sinner you think about all your sins. But as a righteous man and woman you don't think about sin. Because God is not thinking about your sin. Your sin has been wiped away. I know this is sometimes this is a bit to think about. But doesn't the word teach us that renew your mind daily according to what? According to the word of God. Joshua 1 verse 8. Meditate on my word day and night and you will be successful. God has chosen you for a time like this. God has ordained this time for the church to rise up in faith and in victory. Hallelujah. God spoke His word to me in the beginning of COVID. He said, you will rise up in faith and in victory. You will not go under. And I'm standing on those words from the beginning of this epidemic. And God has not disappointed me once. Not once. Because God cannot lie. Guys, I'm going to end now because I'm getting to 40 minutes, so the last almost 10 minutes. <laughs> you, you can go and watch on my Facebook page tonight for wildfire. There's the video is there. When last? Jesus said, just say, Lord, set me on fire. Set me on fire for your kingdom. I want to burn for you. I want to burn for you. One of the biggest things that I had to face during this whole thing is, Lord, why can't I go out and minister to the thousands of people that need you? He said, I want you to burn there where you are right now. Sometimes it's difficult to burn where you are right now, but you need to burn there also. You can't just burn out there. You need to burn where you are right now. Because there's people needing the fire. And you are a carrier of God's fire. But if you are Luke and you are just a part of Stokikis, but need the road smooth, then people are going to run away from you. Have you seen what fire does? It attracts people. Yes. Fire attracts people. The smoke, the smell, the everything attracts people. And it drives away all the hojas. The more you burn, the further the devil will run. The more you burn, the further the devil will run. When you are just iPods, Tugikis and Quilkis, the devil is all over you. In your mind, he's running all over you. Depression, oppression. Oh, look at Mark. But when there's fire, you know you're going to make it. Because you're standing on the word of God. Hallelujah. Standing on the word of God. And tonight I just wanted to release this word over you guys. You guys are precious. God loves you. God cares for you. I, I, just, see, I just see this picture of a, a, a felt burning. 
It's like a bushfire, unstoppable fire. And they said to me, this is the highest point between uh, Peter Maritzburg and Durban. This is the highest point. And from this point, there's a fire going. There's a fire going. Because hungry people come and they go. Hungry people come and they go. Fire. They catch the fire and they go. They catch the fire and they go. They catch the fire and they go. The fire is spreading because there's a hungry people. Last thing, only hungry people eat. You are here tonight because you are hungry. You know what? If there was only one, I would still preach as if there's thousands. Because one matters. I don't count numbers. I don't count it. Because you know what? God is interested in everyone. God sent you here to catch fire tonight. Catch fire tonight. Hallelujah. To catch this fire. You know what? I must say, Thais, you can, you can testify. My English improved, man. <laughs> Sometimes Melissa will come to me and say, Is he really word like this? <laughs> I said, You must just read but more books. Okay? And you will see, I'm not just making up the words. <laughs> I can remember when we went on a, a trip to China in 2005. We went to China to smoke. <laughs> Smuggle, smuggle, ah, smuggle Bibles. Remember now, in my church I preach Afrikaans and English mixed. Eh? So you must just imagine how my brain works. Eh? So smuggle, smuggle is a good word. And, and we were there in, in China, in Beijing. I can remember it. We were sitting in a room. It was myself and Tays and another woman, Louis. And uh, we were like talking and we, then we said, no, we must pray. And we pray, 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 pray. And Flace can pray. Flace can Sorry, I've got a guy in our church. His name is Flace. Uh, so Flace is praying, 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 praying. And then you feel like, what are you going to say after Flace is praying? And I'm just praying. And Louis said to me, you know what? I just want to say this to you. You can't speak a good English, but you can pray in English. And it was like, okay, I'm taking that. And, and then I moved to Durban from Pretoria. I grew up in Downers, Kumalanga, where everybody speaks Afrikaans. Nobody speaks English. And I got here, and as I got here, we started the English service. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how that went? But today I'm standing here. Why? Because I was willing to run with the fire. I've never backed out. I've never said no for an opportunity. I just say, Lord, wherever you want to use me, I will run with your fire. It's not my fire, it's your fire. And if God can help me to speak English, He can surely help you to be on fire. Amen. So I want us just to close our eyes for a moment. Let's just close our eyes right now. Holy Spirit, thank you that we know you are here right now in this moment. Holy Spirit, you have, you have brought me here tonight. Father, with your fire. Lord, tonight we are not looking down at any of these people here, Father. Because you love us all the same, Lord. You have placed the calling upon all of us. But sometimes we just need somebody to help us to catch fire again. And Lord, I know tonight you have sent me here. Just by the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
So that people can be ignited again, Father. So that people can be revived again tonight. So many things are going on in the world. So many things. We have lost so many loved ones. We have went through bankruptcy. We have lost our businesses. We have lost our churches. We have lost dear friends. But God, you are in control. Your fire is here tonight. It's available for everyone here tonight. I want you, if you are ready to receive tonight the fire of God, just stay where you are. Won't you just stand with me tonight? And even those watching online, tonight I know that the fire of God is going to touch you in your house. I have so many, so many testimonies of how God touched people through my broadcast all the way from Durban into America. How God healed legs in America. How God set people free in Pakistan. Tonight God is still the same. Because God is yesterday, today, and forever the same. We serve an unchanging God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This day where you are right now. Say, Lord, I receive your fire. I receive your fire. Fire come and burn in me. Fire, God's fire, I pray to set me ablaze. Pour out your holy anointing oil over me right now in Jesus' mighty name. I just, I don't want to be a small fire. I want to be a blazing fire for the kingdom. I want to burn for you, Lord. I want to burn for you, Lord. Lord, thank you tonight. You're taking away all my worries and doubt, Lord. I declare tonight that God is in control of my life. I have no doubt. I have no fear. Because God takes care of me. Father, tonight I know you're asking me to walk in obedience. And I said, Lord, I'm taking the first step. Tonight I'm taking the first step. I'm taking the first step in obedience. Because your word teaches us that obedience is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. Just there where you are. Just praise God for His fire. You can feel His fire upon you. I can feel the fire of God upon me right now. It's the anointing of God. It's the anointing. The purpose of the fire is to burn away all the doubt. Do not doubt is leaving you. Doubt is leaving you. Doubt is leaving you in Jesus' name. Fear is leaving you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You will not go under. I want you to say this. I will not go under. But I'm rising up. In faith and in victory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Whoever is worrying about their children, God is in control. Just give your children to God. Right now. Give them to God. Say, Lord, I give you my children. I will not worry about them no more, Father. You are in control of their lives. I'm setting the example, Lord. And I will follow, I know. You are in control, Father. We call those children to a stop, a halt in their lives now. In Jesus' name, to realize who God truly is. We come against the spirit of rebellion now in Jesus' name. We stop that spirit. We bind that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are taking over in their lives right now. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. If you need healing in your body, I just want you to put your hand where your pain is. If you need healing, because you know what? It is the Spirit of God that heals. It's not me that heals, it's the Spirit of God. So I want you to put your hand where your pain is right now. Maybe you have lower back pain. So many of people struggle with lower, lower, lower back pain. Tonight the healer is here. He wants to heal you. He's already healing you. He's setting you free from pain. Because pain is not your part that you need to carry. Healing is your part. Healing, divine health is your portion. Take that portion now. Say, Lord, I come against this pain. And I command it to leave my body right now. In Jesus' name, go! Father, I thank you for the healing now. I thank you for your healing power that flows in their bodies right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to test that pain. Feel that the pain has left your body. Feel it, test it. Don't be afraid to test. If your body, if you're feeling better, if you feel the pain is lifted, just raise your hand because God is here. If you don't feel, I pray again. I'm not afraid to pray again. Thank you, Lord, for complete healing and restoration. Complete healing and restoration in Jesus' name. Is there somebody that's struggling with a heart disorder? You are, you are having problems with your heart. That over the world. Uncle, uncle, just put your hand on your heart right now. Father, I come against that, that whatever is causing the world's heart to not beat like you have called it to beat, Father. We come against that sickness in the blood. In Jesus' name, I command you to leave His body right now. Go! In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for complete healing in the world's body now. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, that you open up His lungs. That you will breathe with no problem. That you will walk the distance and you will not get tired. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you are restoring His blood. In the mighty name of Jesus right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There's somebody that's struggling with the left eye. You are struggling with the left eye. Put your hand on your eye. Father, I 